You're listening to WGSR, bringing hope and comfort to the world, 24 hours a day. Session 289, and I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. And we're here in the studio tonight on a very brisk evening. It is a little on the brisk Very side. brisk. I tell you, you know, like, what is it? Maybe nine to 11 months out of the year in Florida. It's pretty warm. I know, right? <laughs> What's going well, on with that? We finally hit the cold month. Robert so. Herman and uh, Christy Lee. Hey, what is going on? Two of our faves on Mixler tonight. Hi, guys. Hi, Robert. Hope you're doing well. What is going on out there? Welcome to God Stories Radio. Hi, Lee. Hope you're doing well, too. So I'm so glad you guys tuned in and you're going to join us tonight. Uh, We have a really, really good message tonight. So I'm excited to share it with you guys. But, um, you know, I think that we had a whole bunch of likes last time um, we had met. And I had, I think, mentioned them all. So if you liked God Stories Radio and I didn't give you a shout out, please let me know. And I'd be happy to give you a shout out. Um, I know after we kind of got back into the rhythm of everything. We were a little bit uh, still kind of trying to deal with how to go forward without Mikey and, you know, picking up the things that he used to do. And, you know, he, he was just so flawless about everything that he did. It was just, he was always like clockwork. He had everything ready. He brought a consistency to the show. There was no doubt about it because at seven, he was it our doorstep (laughs) by seven Oh five, there was coffee in his hand (laughs) and we were sitting and discussing the show. I mean, each and every week and it has just been weird to not have that consistency. It has, it has because we, we desperately miss him. Um, We love him. He's always going to be a part of the show as far as we're both concerned. Oh yeah. Um, And I think that he's still here in spirit. Oh, most definitely. He's cheering us on. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just appreciate you you guys sticking with us and praying for us and um, encouraging us. Um, I can't tell you how much that's meant to us. It's been very instrumental for us. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we got a great topic tonight. Yeah, we we? do. The Lord kind of laid something on your heart there, didn't he? And uh, we've just been talking about it about the last half hour, and it's really kind of grown into a little study. And you guys come along with us and comment, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. So this session, we're going to talk about relating to non-believers. 
And um, we found this really great article online and we just want to go ahead and kind of point you to this source um, because I think the message that the overall article had was fantastic. And it's really what we should have, you know, at the core of our hearts when we are um, ministering to other people. Um, and I really enjoyed reading the article. So the name of the article is called Relating to Nonbelievers, and we're going to title our show the same way. Um, and also you can go to discipleship, excuse me, disciplebuilding.org um, to find this article. Again, it's called Relating to Nonbelievers. And this article was put out by the Worldwide Discipleship Association. So just want to give credit to them because um, we definitely went to their site and read what they had to say and really enjoyed it. And we yeah, just we really to did. That's awesome. And have some discussion around it. This is a subject we all ought to be in tuned for because this is why we're here. Exactly. Exactly. Which is like the first point that they talked about is the Great Commission. Um, you know, we were called to not only tell others about Christ, but to walk in obedience to what he taught us. Absolutely. And babe, I don't know. Do you have your Bible there? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have you look up Matthew 22, or, excuse me, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Well, first, uh, before that, I'd like to read uh, 1 John 2, okay. 15 and 16, because it's pretty clear. The Lord instructs us, you know, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. And that was in your Bible study today. That right? was in my Bible study today, not knowing that we would talk about this, but, you know, leading by witnessing by a prime example, if you're not doing that, then you're not going to be effective no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. But uh, let me. Yeah. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And while you're looking that up, um, I think, you know, they give us two points here. They talk about the great commandment and they talk about the great commission. Um, and Fritz is looking up the great commission right yeah, now. Yeah, and for that. it's actually in red. So we know uh, what that means. Jesus actually spoke it. Right. So uh, starting with 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, you know, I kind of oversimplified it by saying teach and walk in obedience, but essentially that is what the verse is calling out, you know, Christ came down here to serve and he did that. He didn't need to come down and serve, but he came down and serve and we are called to do the same thing. He's our example. And 
you know, one of the things that's really, really difficult um, is that we live in, a, and I'm going to use a quote here from this article, but um, a hostile and unbelieving world. I just thought that, that <laughs> was, pretty much sums it up. I'm yeah. going to tell you right now. Yeah, it felt really it apropos. definitely a hostile and unbelieving world right now. And I know that it, everybody's feeling it. Tracy Fagan, hello. Hi, Tracy. Welcome, everybody, on Mixler tonight. What great crowd. Thank you. Welcome, Tracy. So this hostile and unbelieving world, I don't know about you guys, but I certainly feel that a lot of times. Um, you know, people are so jagged and and just kind of cruel sometimes. And it's it's hard to be as Christ was in this world, um, but we're called to do it. It's part of our responsibility as Christians and what should be part of our passion as Christians too. Well, it, it seems that the world is, uh, this is Satan's last ditch effort, so to speak, to make the, the church look like the bad guy. Yeah. You know, the church has been the same for years. Yeah. That's either good or bad, however you look at that. But, uh, you know, why are we uh, having to change? Yeah. You, well, you know, the, this particular article brought up two points. So, obviously, you know, the Great Commission, right, to follow in Jesus's footsteps and teach what he taught us and to walk in obedience. But then also um, the Great Commandment. Um, I'm and, sorry, the great commission. Did I, did I say commission or commandment last? Time? Well, you said both, but yeah. I mean, uh, but the great commandment, which is Matthew 22, 37 through 39. If you could read that. Oh, sorry. Put you on the spot there. You say Matthew 22? Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Getting a course on uh, speed apping here on the Bible app. <laughs> 20. I'm sorry. I have it bookmarked here. I should have oh, just read what? it. What? <laughs> <sighs> I, I do. Do you want okay. me to go ahead and read no, it? No, I got it. Uh, okay. It's uh, Matthew 22. And what was the... Uh, 37 through 39. All right, here we go. It's also in red letters. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is, like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So there you have it. And to just sort of simplify it, it's love God, love others. Just so you know, that's the great commandment. That's not the great commission. What I read before was the great commission. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read off of my notes and apparently I don't write in a straight line. That's all so right. That's actually the greatest commandment. Um, what I read in Matthew prior to that was the great commission. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Keeping me straight here. That's all right. <laughs> But if we, you know, the bottom line is if we don't do these things, then we're not going to be effective in relating to non-believers or non-Christians. Well, 
like I like to break it down too and just sort of understand how we're expected to present this to a world that's hostile and unbelieving. And I really liked this article because it talked about, well, you know, when we look at love God, love others, what does that mean? And, you know, Jesus gave us a parable in the Good Samaritan to let us know, you know, who is our neighbor, right? Um, our neighbor is everybody, <laughs> pretty much. Anybody well, yeah. anybody that's in need, um, even an enemy, which it's really hard to even think about that because our natural instinct is not to want to help somebody that is an enemy towards us. And that statement transcends color, race, religion, creed. Yeah, everything. everything. It's just people in need. And it's not just a physical need. It could be a spiritual need or an emotional need. You know, needs come in different forms. And I really liked the fact that this article broke that out because sometimes people only think about meeting physical needs, but people have other needs too. People may have everything they need physically. Well, I think a lot of times you might be meeting a need in them might be uh, not visible or you may not know about it. You know, I always tell the example of John Durham when I was in Real Men. He was a, a brother, father figure towards me and he didn't even know. Right. But by his example... He blessed me and I, I hung on to his coattail. Right. Unbeknownst to him. Right. You know, people are watching. They're uh, hoping. You know, we're in a world that lacks a lot of hope right now. And I think, I think secretly non-Christians want you to succeed because they want, the, they want to see truth and they want hope. And they, the hope is in the truth. I really agree with that because when Jesus came to this world, he responded in kindness and understanding to people, but he also responded in truth as well. You know, that's where he lived. It was in kindness and truth, whether or not you understood him or not, whether or not you believed him or not. His response was always the same. And part of this article was talking about what is your philosophy when you are engaging with non-believers? You know, is your ultimate agenda a means to an end? Because it shouldn't be. It's not just about preaching the word. It's about meeting their needs regardless of whether or not they latch onto the word or not. And I think, I think in the, in the society that we live today, a lot of times you don't get an opportunity to preach or at least share the gospel as we know it, or a classic example of sharing the gospel. You know, your actions might be the only Jesus that they see. And, and that's what I was going to say too, babe, because Actions, you've all, we've all heard that old um, adage, you know, actions speak louder than words, but sometimes it's really true 
Because I, I think so in this case. I really do. I think that your actions and your consistency breed truth, which breeds hope. Right. And in the world that we live in today, people are closing their ears off of words that don't tickle their ears. And so this is where the action becomes even more critical that we have to be obedient in what we've learned um, from God and also mirror that out to the world through our actions. Um, And responding to these non-believers' needs with the same way Jesus responded to us when he came into the world, which was meeting our needs. He, he met the needs regardless of whether or not they chose to follow him. And so we need to meet their needs regardless of whether or not they want to hear what we have to say. We just have to respond out of their needs and out of genuine concern for them. And it's not just about spiritual concern, but it's for their physical and emotional well-beings too. It's all through, all three, excuse me, physical, spiritual, and emotional needs. Caring about the entire human being and not just the means to an end, which is to deliver a message. And that's what I really liked about this article because I had never really thought about things from that perspective before. And it was sort of like, wow, that's a really powerful concept. You know, I, I mean, I, I feel like naturally a lot of us do respond that way anyway, that we genuinely do care for the people that we want to help or reach or minister to or whatever it is. I think most of us respond that way. But there are people who treat it like a job and just think about, oh, well, I've got to follow this formula A, B, and C. And I could be totally accused of that because I'm a very literal person. So sometimes I'm very procedural. You like formulas. Yeah. I'm very procedural, you know. Um, And I really enjoyed this article because it kind of gives you the whole 360 instead of just looking at the surface. You get the whole 360 of what is what is it that we're really trying to do here? Yeah, Tracy says, uh, loving others and meeting their needs earns you the ability to speak into their life. And that is that is so true, Tracy. That is so true because that goes right along with what I was talking about is, is your consistency in your walk. I think, you know, letting your yes be yes, your no be no, and... Um, showing that example by truth. But I think it was interesting as well that the article points out that regardless of whether or not you've you've gotten the right to to speak into their lives or not that either way that shouldn't be our ultimate goal. Like our goal is to meet their needs, to be there to love on them and to be what we were told to do, which was to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Yeah. It just got real in here with Robert says he, uh, I find it hard to not put my opinions on the word. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, brother, you wouldn't be human if you didn't do that. I'm telling you, you're in good company. Uh, 
with that, brother, because it's hard to, to not interject our opinion. It is. You know, Fritz and I were watching this movie um, the other day. I'm going to see if I can multitask here and, and see if I can find the name of the movie. But um, it starred Colin Firth, and he was a Japanese prisoner of war. And, um, you know, he underwent um, some horrendous things during his time as a prisoner of war. And he managed to escape, um, you know, because obviously the war ended and they were able to go back home. And he was a British soldier. So he went back home to to Britain, to England, and um, continued to live out his life. But he had all these emotional damage and scarring from everything that he went through as uh, as a POW. And he ends up confronting the guy that um, held him prisoner and tortured him. And just the response of how he handled the situation to me was just it was the so way Christ-like. We yeah. It was. It was, it was so very Jesus-like. Christ-like. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it just kept you on the edge of your seat. It's called Railway Man. Um, and it was just a beautiful movie, and I was just extremely touched. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself to, uh, to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Colin Firth and Nicole Kidman. Um, but just, you know, sometimes you get these unexpected surprises in, in Hollywood movies, but it was a really, it was a really beautiful movie and it was hard to watch because you're just, your heart went out for this man and what he endured and what he was suffering. And he was still suffering so many years later. Um, but just his response to this man and it just brought us to tears, um, watching his response because don't you just hope that you would have the strength to be strong enough to be like Christ in moments like that in your life? That is completely suppressed human nature right there. I mean, that is, that is Christ-like. That is the, the peace that passeth all understanding the way I see it, because people look at that and go, um, as yourself, you know, how, how did he do that? He didn't do that. I mean, Christ, Within you does that. Right. But hey, I want to welcome everybody on Mixler tonight. Thanks for hanging out with us. I see uh, Jaznik. Jaznik. Jazz. Yeah. Jaznik. Um, and I see about four or five other people that are on. If you sign up and get a username, I can shout you out and see who you are. But thank you. Welcome to the program. It's a good crowd tonight. And we're just discussing how you relate to non-believers. Yeah. Or non-Christians. And, and uh, if you guys have any comments or suggestions you can ch- chat with us as uh robert's doing tracy's doing uh we've got a couple people chatting with us so you know feel free to give us your opinion too we'd like to uh to know how you relate to non-believers and how that you effectively live your christian walk in your everyday life yeah it's um we're so privileged to have you guys joining with us and interacting with us. I think we would definitely like the show to be more and more interactive. So don't be shy. Please feel free to chat with us um and 
and drop us a word or two, you know, and give us your thoughts. I mean, that's what this is about. It's a dialogue about how we can improve our, our Christian walks, how we can improve ourselves, um, through these, through our Christian walk. Um, you know, we're all iron trying to sharpen iron and we're all trying to support and love each other and encourage each other. And that is the whole point of this show. Yep. Robert says, I try to share the love when talking to non-believers and that's what it's all about. It really is. Hit the nail on the head there, Robert. I mean, if you can show them love in the midst of what they're going through, no matter how you feel about it, there you go. It's hard. It's not an easy It's thing extremely to do. hard. And and like we were saying, you know, it takes it takes that love of Christ in you to overcome the flesh. You know, I see some people who are just so good at it. Um yeah, I, I think about all these missionaries that I've met throughout the years and how they just exemplify Christ in so many ways, in such gentleness, but powerfulness, um, not desiring any kind of glory or gratification or anything, they're just doing it purely out of selflessness and for the chance and the opportunity Um that we might grow the kingdom. And it's just such a beautiful thing. Lee says it's a struggle at times. I agree. I agree, girl. Uh, Absolutely. It sure is. And uh, that's when you have to stay prayed up, stay fueled up. It's hard. It is, you know, and with Lee saying that too, it just, you know, reminds me of everything that she's been through as well. Um, Sometimes the the things that happen to us in our lives give us opportunity to speak to others. And Amen to, others to that. Lives. Hence the testimony. Yep. That's why it is so powerful. It is. It is. So, you know, it's another way that we get to show God's love for us to other people because he carries us through those times and those, those really difficult uh, moments. I know for Fritz and I last year was... Probably not a year we'd ever want to repeat. No, thanks. Yeah. But through that, I realized a lot of things. Yeah, me too. About myself and my future and my calling. I mean, make no bones about it. The Lord spared me. Yeah. I shouldn't be here right now. It just, he spared me and I don't want to waste it. Right. It's hard. You know, last year was tough. Um, you know, with Fritz getting extremely sick, uh, sick for months and not knowing that whether or not he was going to make it. Um, and then Mikey getting sick just as Fritz was starting to get better. Um, and just dealing with all this COVID stuff. And then, and then you get in an accident in California on the freeway. Yeah. Some guy, hit her doing a hundred miles an hour, T-bone the car. She shouldn't be sitting here, but she is. Yep. So, I mean, we have a lot to be grateful for, um, but it's, is there's been a lot of difficulty and I know that the difficulty that we have gone through probably doesn't even compare to some of what others of you have gone through. Plus, you know, obviously our major loss of a dear close friend, um, Tracy brought up something 
pretty cool. It says, uh, when I'm challenged to love someone I don't want to, I try to remember that God loves that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's saved my bacon a couple of times too, Tracy, because I have to remember they're God's child too, and he loves them just as much as he loves you me. You betcha. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we can kind of ch- all chuckle about that one because we've all had that person. Yeah. You know, we've all got that person. And you ever you ever wonder if people are assigned to you? Yeah, I know you've said that before, but I, <laughs> I mean... I guess I've never really thought of it that way, but I know you do, right? I do. Because I, I, it seems like sometimes I, I end up with a, I don't want to say weird or any kind of categorization of friends, but yeah, I'm going to weird. I mean, I just end <laughs> up, I mean, I'm a little weird myself, but I end up with, uh, with crazy friends and, and yeah, it's generally people that don't get along with anybody. But just I remember seem to you're make that connection. Just remember, you're somebody's crazy friend, too. <laughs> it, that's exactly right. And that's why I wanted to say that very carefully. Everybody's <laughs> laughing on the chat. That's great. Uh, it's so good. So good to have you guys tonight. And uh, those of y'all that, that I can't see who you are, please sign up and follow us and uh, get a username so I can shout you out and welcome you and you can chat with us too. We'd love to hear your opinions on things that we're talking about, especially this one. This is a good one because this affects all of us um, in our daily lives. And uh, and it's what we're called to do. So it's really important that we're not just passive and we say we're believers. You know, belief is an action word. There is action that needs to be behind it. Um Jasnick says, uh, finally got on the chat. Hello. Love you guys. Well, we love you too. Thanks. Thank you for being on. And Tracy says, yes, I think there are some that are assigned to us. And, uh, (laughs) Lisa's watch out, Tina, (laughs) watch out, Tina. Is that code? I know it's probably, it's probably code for I'm somebody's crazy friend. Oh (laughs) man. I'm, I'm crazy. I own it. I, I really do. Yeah. I, but I'm I enjoying life on a whole nother level right now. <laughs> I mean, stuff that used to bother me, it's just like, pff, nah, <laughs> it's not that big a deal. I know. I know. You know, I think if last year taught me anything, it taught me how to be grateful for right now. Amen to that. How to live in the now. That's, uh, that's something we might discuss next week or the uh, following week is how to, how do we live in the now? You know, we're so programmed to worry about the future. And and, and I think these little devices that we carry in our pockets yeah. have a lot to do with that, you know. And I'm such a planner, you know, like you I'm are, a you're a planner. So, you know, if it's not in the plan, it ain't happening. So <laughs> you Tracy gotta- said James 122. That's a good one. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Oh, perfect. Perfect scripture there, Tracy. Thank you. Robert says, live now, live happy, make others happy. I agree, brother. Yeah. Amen to that. Robert, I got to tell you, I have been so much happier these past couple of months ever since I started living for now and not postponing things and not saying, oh, it's not in the plan or we can't do this right now. 
blah, blah, blah. I just realized, you know, I have a gift in my hands that I have my husband here with me. And uh, I don't want to waste the gift. I don't want to waste any more time. I just want to be grateful and enjoy good times and um, be grateful that I have his presence in my life. Oh, thank you, babe. I feel the same way. But this also relates to what we're talking about is because you might only have that moment with another person. Oh, so true. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And that's, you have to make the the most of every moment. We really do. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to live like Extremely hard because we're not programmed that way. Yeah. You know, especially harder for you because you're a planner. You are, you information soak, you know, it's like more information, please. Yes. I am not the free spirit, whimsical free spirit. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) You're the musician. Hey, I told pastor when he, you know, hired me, I, in the interview, I said, you know, the Lord uses the foolish to confound the wise. And here I am. (laughs) He laughed so hard. I think that's what got me the job actually. I don't know. But yes, he's he's Mr. Whimsical. He's Mr. Free Spirit. And it's a beautiful thing to watch because people like that are so fun and they're so friendly and they can interact socially with no problem. And it's fantastic. And people like me are awkward and challenging and have a hard time relating. And it's just, you know. But to know me is to love me because once you know me, you do love me. (laughs) Well, I'll say amen to that. (laughs) A lot of truth to that. There's a lot of people on right now that love you, as a matter of fact. Thank you. This has been great. Yeah, it's been a really nice session. So again, we encourage you to read the article. It's, It's not a hugely long article. but Hugely long? Right. That's new English. Do you like that? Yeah. Tracy said, Tina, you are lovely. (laughs) Lisa's, that's what I attract. I love it. (laughs) You guys are great. You guys are great. So if you guys get a chance, please go to disciplebuilding.org and read that article. Um, Again, it's called Relating to Non-Believers. And it was really um, a great message and very insightful. And, you know, just giving you an opportunity to, to kind of look through a different lens at how we disciple and how we love people. Um, you know, and let's just continue to encourage each other and love each other to the best of our ability. Um, and just from the bottom of my heart, we really truly love each and every one of you guys so much. And we thank you so much for your support, your love, your encouragement, your prayers. Um, you have no idea. You have no I'm idea. I'm telling you, and especially in, in uh, uh, beseeching God to find out what direction he wants to take God's stories radio. And, and I think we found it. Yeah. I, uh, I just, I love the interactive thing that, yeah. that's going on here. I talking with, we're the a people. Team. We're a team. We're all together in this. Yeah. It's great. It is. I love it. And, you know, God knows what he's doing. 
does. It really, really does. And he's just got to give old antsy pants over here the patience uh, for me to sit and be still and know he's God. And that's the hardest verse in the Bible for a man, you know, be still. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're fixers. We're doers, yeah. rainmakers, yeah. warriors. Ugh. Warriors. Yeah, definitely. Let me add it. I got it. Definitely. Take it from here, Lord. Well, guys, if you guys have any prayer requests, um, we would love for you to either email those to us or to put them on our Facebook site. Yes, please. So we can get everybody praying for you guys. Um, you know, we're a community on there as well, and we need to leverage these opportunities that we have uh, to pray for each other and care for each other, encourage each other, et cetera, because, you know, that is that is the motto here at GSR. Well, it's been our only agenda since we got started to bring hope and encouragement. Through the power of the Christian power testimony. of the Christian testimony. And you know, if you've got a testimony and you're just itching to share it, you let us know. God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. We would love to have you in the studio. It'd sure. be great. And if you can't join us in person, you will be able to call in or you can Skype in because next week we have a guest from Yes, we do. Australia. Australia. Perth, Australia. Perth, Australia. He's going to be a, be a call-in, and uh, his name is T Pastor Terry. Yes. From Perth, Australia. Yes, but he's British, so. Oh, he's British. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why you got to confuse me like that? <laughs> I'm really screwed up. I just wanted to hear you do another accent. <laughs> no. I'm going to quit with the Australian. That's uh, probably already offended a handful of people. I apologize. <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. And uh, Jasnick said, uh, I happened upon God Stories Radio a few months ago uh -huh. and look forward to listening every week. Thank oh. you so much for being so inspirational. Oh, well, you, you know what? I don't know your real name, but I'll call you Jazz for now because you got the, the handle there. And we uh, love and appreciate you. And thank you for being a part of the GSR family. And thank you for being a regular on Mixler with all the rest of us. And I'm glad you figured out the chat so you can uh, talk along with us. Absolutely. Thank and, you. Uh, again, like Tina said, any prayer requests, please don't hesitate. God stories, radio, Tina at gmail.com. That's what we're here for. We're a team. We're a family. We want to pray for you. Yes. And we will. We'll do it. We will. We will. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Session 298. No, 289. I think that's your dyslexia kicking in, right? 289, 289, right? yeah. I think it is. <laughs> well, you see, that's how you so know much for live So much for live radio. <laughs> 289. All right. <laughs> that wraps it up for session 289. Thanks, guys, for being with us. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. <laughs>